Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, glory, glory, Man United. With the first trophy up for grabs this season heading to Old Trafford. Arsenal overcome a tricky afternoon at the King Power. City hit four in Bournemouth. And the pressure continues to grow on Potter at Chelsea as they lose to Tottenham. And also, glory, glory, Man United. You see, secret Man United fan, as always, knew it. Get rid of that Tottenham season ticket and get a Man United one. Uh, in other news, let's talk football, shall we? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. I should mention that I... Um, told... You always write you always write that nice middle bit that you say really well. I'm... Yeah. Really, really I, am told, well I am told what to say in the intro. I am being held against my will, please. He, write, he writes it himself. I don't know what no he's going on about. Me. Obviously, a massive Man United fan, and we all knew it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy. What a week! I bet you're happy. What a, yeah. what a week! What a week for being a Man United fan. Knocking Barcelona uh, out of the league. It feels good. Everyone's saying that oh, it's a mediocre Barca team. That Barcelona team literally beat the Real Madrid team that smacked five past Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And won the Copa del Rey. So I'm not having this nonsense. No. And then, obviously, you go to Wembley. Go to Wembley. And the experience tells in the end. I think it definitely was. I think it was that. I think, you know, if you if you look at it from a Newcastle point of view, they dominated the ball pretty much for the whole game. Yeah. But so they didn't do anything. didn't have the it. quality. No. I think, you know, Maximum had, had moments. Like one shot in the first half. Yeah, yeah, particularly in the first half, he had moments when I think Delo was struggling against him a little bit. Yeah. Obviously, he got the early yellow card. But once Wambasaka came on at half-time... It was it was a non-entity. It was, you know, it was. I was surprised because I'd said it to someone last week. I thought because I thought I I said, "Ah, oh, Wan-Bissaka will start both games." Yeah, I just thought it instantly because I thought that could well, have been costly. Defensive, as well, if, yeah. but defensively against Barca, we need him. Yeah. But also, I was thinking of Saint Maximum, and I was just like, "Well, you want to make him a non-entity? You just put." Aaron Bissaka on him because you just leave him to send him, keep sending him on the outside. Yeah. Um, and they had moments, Newcastle, you know, they'll be very, they'll be, they might feel a little bit disappointed. That... Well, Eddie Howe said that they, you know, they didn't play to their full potential. No, which but I think he's right. But... They haven't played well for yeah. the last couple of weeks, have they? You know, they've been in poor Not form. Really, no. And no. I just think they're missing something up front. You know, Callum Wilson. Is is a very very good striker, but when you start to get to yeah one. exactly when you start to get to the level that they want to get to as a football club, you need a step up in quality, particularly in that part of the pitch. Yeah, um, goals win games, folks. Yeah, you know the the first goal United score it was a it's a daft free kick to give away I think. And Eddie Howe said they didn't defend it very well either. Yeah, they didn't defend it very yeah. well. And, and the foul itself, I thought, you, you don't need to go in there. And, you know, it's just as if they've he's panicked because he's seen yeah. it's Rashford and he's one-on-one -on -one with his defender. So Gomez has just come in and and tried to force him off the ball but has done it a little bit too aggressively yeah. when really all he needed to do was be there. From what I saw of Bruno Gomez, I thought he looked like a bit of a, like a bull in a china shop. Yeah, well, the thing is he, he hasn't... just charging round. He hasn't he hasn't been playing, has he? No. You know what I mean? And it's it's on the, an occasion like that, karma heads prevail. Yeah, indeed, and, yeah. and you saw that obviously with, with the experience that United have. 
You know, you got two Champions League winners. And then you got you World just, Cup winners. Yeah, after you got the second goal, you did just kind of play yeah, the we, game out. We just looked after it. Then it was yeah. well managed and Tried you know, to we had a break if you could. Yeah, we had opportunities going forward. I mean, not until really the end with um I Bruno. Carrius played well to be Carrius fair. Carrius had a great game. I mean, that save from Vegost. Yeah. I first of all, that shot from Vegost. No one was yeah, expecting that. that. Where's that been? No one was expecting that. I didn't even realise, because of the shot that he had earlier, I didn't even realise he was left-footed. Because the shot that he had with his left foot earlier in the game was so bad. Yeah. He didn't catch it at all, and that was a really good chance for him, really, to, to really make himself a hero. See, you have something in common with Fort Veghorst. What's that? You're a lefty. Yeah, I am a lefty. I, I I'd remember have, these I'd, I'd, I'd have probably scored that one, though, if I'm honest. I'll back myself with that one in the box. I'll back myself to finish that. <laughs> We've all, we all feel that, though, don't we? We all feel that way. But, yeah, I thought it was very solid performance from United Yeah. overall. I think, yeah, Casemiro is just... Ah, oh, the hate. I mean, Graham Souness's just oh, comments early in the season where he's like, I don't think he's a top player. I don't think he's had good players around him. He's He can't, you know, he's not this. He's not the, one of the best players in the world. I don't buy it. I mean, have you, you know, I haven't heard from him. I mean, I think he doubled down on it actually a couple of weeks ago. I mean, there is Bonkers. a reason why Graham Souness Bonkers. has not been a, a manager at a top club yeah. for quite some time. I mean, were Liverpool really a top club when he was up there? That was his last big job, right? Ooh, steady now. Wasn't it? <laughs> if you want to call that a big job back then. It was probably a big job to take it on, yeah, after Kenny. Yeah, didn't do that great with it. I mean, he even well, he followed Kenny later and all, didn't he? he went to try and take Blackburn back. Yes, yes. That didn't did. work out well for him either, did it? I mean, to be fair, we always have to remember Graham Souness was the guy that took on. Was it who's who's? Oh, sure. Was it who's uh, whose brother was it? Who was never a footballer that he took on at, when he was a, at Southampton, and he signed the player. Oh God. Was it? I, I want to say it was. It was both. Bo, was it a Boateng? I think it's something. Dar is it? Yeah. Bar? Yeah, and he took he took the guy on, and he'd something never like played that. a game of yeah. football he in his life. He'd put him. Life. Yeah. He'd put him on the pitch as well. He actually put him on the pitch. Ibrahim Bar, I want to say. He actually put him on the pitch, and it's like surely you're just still in training. He was nowhere near a professional footballer, let alone a Premier League footballer. Southampton, different time because of desperate measures, I guess. <laughs> I mean, they'd probably take him now. They'd probably take him uh, right now. At the moment, yeah. But, um... Oh, Newcastle's man. time will come. I think, I think that it I will. Think that's the building block. Yeah. Them. I think it is. It's a step for them. It's um, a step in the right direction, at least. Obviously, they lost by the same score in the FA Cup final in 99, didn't Oh, they? yeah. Do you want, you want the other good fact about that? Go on. Who are the two goal scorers in that FA Cup final? Uh, Sheringham and... Skulls. Do you know what squad numbers they wore? 10 and 19. 18. Oh, 18 for Skulls. Damn! Yep. And you know what squad numbers scored for United? 10 and 18. Nice. Crazy! Oh, I love a bit of symmetry. Crazy! You're telling me this world's not a simulation, guys. Come on. Yeah. That's that's absolutely crazy that, you know, Rashford and Casemiro get the goals at... Different order, back, other way around. Other way around, yeah, because Teddy got the first goal in yeah. the 
in the it's bit of a bit of an 18 sandwich in 10 bread yeah <laughs> yeah i like, I like things like you that made me hungry now don't do that absolutely <laughs> crazy and i can't believe they tried to not give rashford that goal by the way Yes, they gave they gave it to the. Defender. They gave it. No, they gave it to Rashford. Then they took oh, then it they off him at half time, and then they gave it back to him. And they gave it back to him then later on. That's eighteen goals in seventeen appearances, isn't it? Yeah, he's twenty. He's twenty fifth of the season now. Uh, he's he's on fire and scoring goals in cup finals. Yeah. So you know it, but you know this week it doesn't hold up for United. There's no rest. Nope. There's uh obviously the FA Cup this week against West Ham. It's the sixth round this one. I can't like, no, I round remember. No, round five of the FA Cup round. midweek. Yeah. Fifth round. So last 16 of the FA Cup. And then obviously we've got Liverpool at the weekend at Anfield. It's always a massive game for United. No matter where Liverpool, how badly Liverpool are doing, that's still going to be a, a tough game. And then I think you're back into and European then, action. Yeah. yeah, and then we've got Real Betis then next Thursday in, in the Europa League. Um, and it's just it's just game after game after game. I mean, and our running, our running March, yeah. our running March isn't isn't necess- isn't going to be a simple time at all in the league. I think we've got Brighton away in that period. Newcastle, we've got Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it, our next five or six league games. I mean, we got Southampton at home after the Betis game, which I'm hoping might just be a chance for us to. Yeah. bits but you don't want to you know if Southampton are in a relegation fight they're yeah, not going to no, be wanting to give to, anything away pressure on absolutely yeah and you know Pep 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 oh Pep did you hear Pep's press conference what, what oh he's Pep rattled say? oh he's oh, rattled no. he's rattled he had a little dig about United spend all right okay he said oh they've spent <laughs> all that money and won and won the EFL Cup or whatever it was they probably need to spend a little bit more because he's yeah. he's getting salty but when when you look at the actual facts, Ten Hag has spent around what two hundred million, yeah, or something around that number. Around that number, yeah. We've got a cup, but Pep had to spend five hundred odd million before he won his first cup at, at City. So I think he needs to wind his neck in a little bit. But he's getting a bit tetchy because United are doing well, and he doesn't like it. <laughs> he, we've got him rattled. Uh, he said something else as well. I can't remember what else it was, but oh, he, he's rattled. He's, he's he's ever since ever since the charges have come <laughs> he just seems he's gone on the offensive to he be he just seems to yeah. have lost his head a bit because he's yeah. he's obviously having a kick he's having a pop at us he had that weird interview after the champions league game i don't know if he you had saw a pop his Daniel Levy as well didn't he yeah i don't know if you saw his interview after um, after the game the midweek game that they drew no, no, who were they playing was it no. was it frank uh, who was they playing frank? leipzig obviously leipzig that's it and um, you know, it was a genuine question. He was he was just asking them about you know are your players coming having to travel in Europe and doing your thing. You know, do you think that they that the game was affected by that? And he was like, I thought my players played real. Then what you're going on about? You know, we're coming away in the Champions League. It's not meant to be easy. Blah blah blah. It was really weird. <laughs> really weird. He he seems to have just lost the plot a little bit. I mean, you know, luckily at the minute they're getting results. Yeah, I mean, obviously they got over the disappointment of drawing with Nottingham Forest by smashing Bournemouth. Have to yeah, gave them gave them a beating, but I mean, it's Bournemouth, so <laughs> they're struggling. They're struggling. Yeah, there's no disrespect to Bournemouth; they are struggling right now. So if they, you know, if they're going to face anybody that's going to help them get over a, a bad result, that's going to be it. I mean, who have they got this weekend? Let's just have a nick and look. 
they have Newcastle. Newcastle at home. I mean Newcastle. It'll be interesting to see Newcastle's reaction actually. Mm. Yeah, because because I think Dan Burns said it, didn't he? That you know, let's not let it affect our season. But you, yeah, you kind of can't could, help it. But it yeah. could, couldn't it? It's like you know they're, they're out the top four at the minute now. They've dropped out of that. So they really need to have a refocus and and see the final and the performance because overall it wasn't a bad performance. No, in the final. No, you know, take it, it, again if take you don't that take your chances. It, yeah, take that forward really into into this game and but they need. To, I mean, luckily they've got no. Yeah, because they're out the cup, aren't they? So they're out the FA Cup. Yeah. So they've got a full week to kind of reset themselves. And this is the only thing they've got to concentrate on now. So, yeah, that European fight, um, you know, because I, I think, think Newcastle from... will be happy whether it's Europa League or Champions League. I, I agree with that, but the problem will be is that they need to make sure that it is one of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because Liverpool, even though they drew at the weekend and they still look very shaky, they are they're, not, they're not far away. Yeah. They're not far away at all. You know, you have to, you, you think that oh, they're sh- you know they're way off it, but they're not. I mean, they've got games in hand on Tottenham in fourth, haven't they? Which uh, yeah, they've got two games in hand on. So if they did yeah. win them, they'd put them within three points. Uh, yeah. So they're not out of nope. the top four race at all. Newcastle. Chelsea, on the other hand. Well, we'll get to we'll get to Chelsea. We'll get to Chelsea. I'm still <laughs> oh. talking about Newcastle and their and their okay. European hopes. <laughs> Because Newcastle do still, they have two games on Spurs as well. Yes, which would put them back in, back into, back into the into the fourth but place. At this time of the season, and I, I say this is an old cliche. Yeah, points in the bag, game. blah blah blah. Points on the board rather than games in hand all yeah. day long. True, but they have got them, and they are opportunities for them. Yes, indeed. but you don't have. Indeed. Yeah. Um, Fulham are flying. Uh, but Bright- Brighton have just well. Brighton have I mean Brighton have got games in hand as well by the way. But got Bright- three games in hand as well, yeah. <laughs> on, on you guys, and that'd put them only a point behind you, wouldn't it? Yeah, right. Calm down. <laughs> Brighton, Brighton. I mean, there's no guarantee Brighton winning them three games I in mean, hand. By the Brent- way, Brentford. Why not? Brentford have got two yeah, well, games in hand as one well. One of their one of their game in hands against us. So I'm hoping that we get the revenge on Brighton after the humiliation at the start of the season. We are it's old, got, and they have got to be Walt very, Trafford. very uncomfortable for the rest of the season for everybody chasing a European bloke. Yeah, but I think you know there's some teams in there that will go. We gave it a good effort. We go again next season. So I think the likes, even the likes of Fulham, will probably take a top ten finish. Yeah, I mean at this point, yeah. they'll be uh, they're in good shape, and they have if to they look finish at... above Chelsea, they'll be bloody yeah. delighted. Well, they are they are sort of out of position because of the games that they've played, the, the amount of games that they've played. Yeah, true. So the teams around them, obviously, yeah, they 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 are up to date. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be interesting. Um, but now now let's let's talk then. Let's talk about Graham Potter. Oh yeah. And the they just the I just don't understand what's going on at Chelsea. I don't. I mean, and... these these this amount of players. I mean, Aubameyang's on the bench, but he's not in your, he's not in your Champions League squad. I just someone he just needs to get. A, I just I don't feel like he's in control of what's going on. It doesn't look like it. They look very disjointed. They didn't create an awful lot. Um, didn't create anything. I, they had a shot 
couple of shots that uh, Fraser Forster were quite comfortable for him though. Weren't Fraser they? Forster he patted one down that gave me nearly heart attack. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, but they they look. I mean, they tried to knock it around. To be fair to them, yeah, they just weren't getting anywhere. Raheem Sterling was the big player for them. Him, he played particularly well. I thought. Well, he, out of all of them, he is he is a level above the. You know, he's been there, he's done it. He's the one player that they have. I mean, outside of maybe Thiago Silva, who's now probably out for the rest of the season. No, no, only a couple of weeks. I reckon. Oh, is it? Okay, so I, I read. It, I thought he had ligament damage. I thought I'd, yeah, I'd no, read. I only reckon it's going to be a couple of weeks. Well, that's not too bad then, because when I read that headline, I didn't read into it more. When I read the headline, yeah. Thiago, you know, Thiago Silva has um, got ligament damage. I thought, well, that's you know, when you're in your thirties. That's, it's going to take you a while. It's to a trouble back. one, but if it's only like a, a a bit of a strain or whatever on it them, it sounds like a, if they've said it's a couple of weeks, then yeah, I yeah, think it's, it's probably not that serious, then, is it? As as I first thought when I'd read that headline. But looking at them, you didn't know whether they were playing a back four or a back three. Rhys James just looked like he was just playing wherever he wanted to play. Yeah, I think Ziyech was lucky to stay on by all accounts. I mean, I've seen it and I've got my own opinion. I, I think I think it was I think it was probably right. I it think it was probably right, but it was the way that Stuart Atwell went about it. So I think that I think that there was a pro. I think he wanted to have another look at it. I think the only way he, he could have did, it, but he'd already red carded him before he had yeah, a but, look at it. But I think that was the thing. I think the process for him to be able to look at it again, he had to give the red card. Right. Yeah. My understanding is he had to give the red card so that. VAR could give him the option to go and look. But then at that's daft, isn't it? That, that that was my that was my takeaway from that's the inter- that's probably the interpretation, but that's a daft way of doing it. Yeah. If the referee wants to go and have a look at something, he should say, "I want yeah. to go and have a look." I want at to that. go and have a look at this. I have no. I, yeah, I agree one hundred percent. But apparently, that's kind that's of the protocol, the protocol. No. that they had to go through for him to be funny. able to go and I have was a look at it. The England versus Wales game. For the weekend to switch competition, yeah. and this is in the Six Nations, everyone in the Six Union. Nations. Yeah, England had a try. Yeah, the referee mm-hmm. went, "That's a try." Yeah, and obviously it goes up to the TMO. Yeah, and they couldn't rule it out because you couldn't see where the ball was. Well, so that's they the went thing. With the on-field decision. Well, well, they say, don't they? The referees normally say in rugby they're quite clear in what they say. They normally say, "Is there any reason for why I can't award a try?" That is yeah. so, or they say, "Try or no try." So they have two very, very distinct yeah. questions that they ask uh, in rugby. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's a different type of decision, though, isn't it? That that's a it that's is. like a a goal no goal. But is that situation. not what we should be doing with the VAR? And you know, in ZH's case, should we not be going? Uh, excuse me, Mister VAR. I want to send him off. Is there a reason why it should only be a yellow card? Yeah, I, that that kind of makes sense as a, as a thing. But I think because of the way we've gone with the referee on the field has the final decision. Yeah. Rather than with other sports, with rugby union in particular, if we're using that as the comparison, yeah. the TMO will make decisions. Yeah. Whereas in football, for for the, for the reasons that. I sort of agree with, but then also don't agree with, because the idea is that the referee on the field has is a judge for the game, yeah. has a judge for this. Has a, well, actually, do you not want to take the emotion out of it at that point and have a clinical look at 
at a decision like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. everyone's everyone talks around, oh well, you know, the ref has a feel for the game on the pitch and he knows really how to deal with any certain situation. Well, actually, I think you should be able, you should be more clinical in this because this is how we're getting, ending up with all these inconsistencies. Yeah. Take that away, that issue away from the referee in that respect and have VAR make decisions rather than suggest yeah, in those sort of situations. Yeah. I just yeah, think, no, I, yeah. I think it's more clinical that way and it's, yeah. it takes away the emotion that the referee is feeling from a crowd, yeah. from the players around him. Because, with all due respect to Stuart Atwell, he is not the greatest referee in the world. He is the man. Obviously, many years ago, he missed the goal at Watford, didn't he? He thought it went in when he hit the side netting. Yeah. So, you know, he isn't the greatest referee in the world, but then there aren't that many good ones anymore, I don't think. We're a very average sort of set of referees that we have in the Premier League. Yeah, I think I think probably what helped ZH, though, in that case was seeing Emerson barge into the back of him. Yeah. Because then it's still, you know, the ref kind of thought, okay, I can see why he's trying to throw yeah. an arm out there. But then he strikes an opponent. Is that not a red card? No. I, okay. I just think that that's, you know, he's not a closed fist. He hasn't gone full palm no. to his face. He hasn't th- strung alarm. He's, he's just kind of thrown his arm out there. Yeah. But because he's in his little... You know, a bit of red mist has gone on. Yeah, he's gone. He's just gone a bit high. I don't think he was aiming for his face, kind of thing. I just think mm. he's he's kind of pushed out, and it's kind of rode up his arm onto his onto yeah. his face rather than. To be fair, it makes clean. a better game him being on the field because if they'd gone down to ten men and before half time, they would have closed up shop. Yeah, and they probably beat you. Let's be honest. We know what Tottenham are like if, playing against. If 10. they close up shop, they probably do beat us on the counter. Yeah, but what a day! For Mr. I, Oliver Skip. I was about to mention Sk- Oliver Skip's goal. What was it, like 30, 28, 27 seconds into the into second, the second half, half or something half, like yeah. that? And it all comes from a kind of a mix-up at the back with Kepper. Yeah. He makes he makes an initial save from the Royale shot, gets it taken away from him, and we work it to the edge of the box. And I'm, you, I was harsh at the it, time, and I thought he should have saved it. Looking at it again, Are you joking? he does it very well. Are you joking? It hits the underside of the bar. He does save it. Obviously, <laughs> he he tips it onto the bar. Yeah, but I mean the trajectory of it and the pace that he hit it yeah. at, and he's only eight. He's not as if he was twenty, thirty yards out. He's eighteen yards out. I mean, he's, was he I inside only the get box? Get one look at it. Unbelievable! You've had a go at the keeper there. I mean, I wasn't having a go at him. I was laughing my head off because Oliver Skip's got Unbe- his first ever goal. <laughs> I mean, it was a hell of a strike. <laughs> it was very good strike. Very good strike. Deserved it. Skippy, I thought he played well Saturday. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't Absolutely. alone, but he did play well. And then obviously, Mr. Kane, if you're going to leave him unmarked in your six yard box, he's going to tap it in, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's got this is his, what, his little, his little, uh, his little glory run now towards the end of the season with Tottenham before he goes to a proper football club. Oh. So, he'll get, he'll, he'll, he'll take his move in the summer. Oh, I don't, I don't, we'll, we'll see what happens in the summer. There's, there's a lot of things that are going to happen at the lane in the summer. Yeah, including the building of a go-kart track. A co- building of a go-kart track underneath. You want to go? I, I genuinely actually think that would be a fun day. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Apparently it's got to be what, the, lo- the, biggest, the biggest indoor track or something. Yeah. It's going to be completely electric. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's Tottenham's 15-year deal with Formula One, by the way, if you're wondering what we're talking about. 15-year deal, yeah. And they'll be doing a lot of work with uh, with Formula One. I mean, it looks like Tottenham are concentrating on a lot of other sports and just not concentrating on football. And I would like to say that it is another win without Conte on the touchline. Yeah. Is that three in a row now? Uh, When he's not been there? No, because we lost to Milan. But he was there, wasn't he? He was there for that game in Italy. Yeah, I'm saying you. You know, you need to get. You need to just go. Why are we even paying this man? Well, they, <laughs> got... obviously it's manager of the month's time, and there is a uh, thing. There's no way that Conte is winning manager. Imagine if Conte wins manager of the month well, and he's not even there. Oh, actually, I would love that. He's That'd been be nominated. So he's been nominated for manager of the month, but obviously he's not played any. He's not been there. How <laughs> can you give him manager of the month? He's not even been at the club, let alone the games. He's not even training the players. He's watching from home. He's watching, yeah, watching. He ain't doing nothing. Trust me, I, I have, I'm fully convinced that, uh, I, I, I can't remember the guy's name, so forgive Christian me. Christian Stellini. Yeah, I think he's in charge of that. Everything going on at that football club right now. I, I, I wouldn't like to comment. I'm, I'm a hundred percent convinced, and I think you just need to go right, Conte. Do you know what? Stay where you are. Your man's got this. He's actually your new manager. It just makes no sense. It makes no sense. I mean, he must just add such an atmosphere to that place. That's my instinct tells me, is that Conte is actually... We've been talking a lot about Emerson Royale over the last week. Yeah, he's been brilliant. (laughs) I mean, Conte is not shouting at him from the sideline. (laughs) I assume he's happening. He seems like he... You're given a bit of freedom, he can actually play football. Who would have thought it? You're not getting shouted at. It reminded me a lot of what David Moyes used to do to Nanny. Right. <laughs> okay. I was I was there. I was there for like a pre-season game at Old Trafford, and I was sat next to the dugout. It was Rio Ferdinand's testimonial. Right. And the amount of times I saw David Moyes go out to Nanny and just go, Nanny, Nanny, take him on, take him on, go past him, go past And Nanny's just sat there, stood there going, will you shut up and let me do my job? And she was doing the same to Alex Butner as well, if you remember him. I remember Alex Butner, yeah. Um, and he was just shouting at him. I was like, oh, just shut up. No wonder if, <laughs> if that was just shouting at you. Do you know what I mean? Manchester United have had a very good number of left-backs over the years. I think Alex Butner is probably towards the bottom of that list. I mean, to be fair to him, I thought he was okay. In the games that he played, he did decent. But, I mean, he was never going to be a world-beater by any stretch of the imagination. No, No. Dennis Irwin, he was not. He was not Dennis Irwin. He was not Patrice Evra. He's he's no Luke Shaw or even a Tyrell Malassia. Um. Fabini, Fabio, Fabio, not Fabinho. He's Fabio. a different man. Fabio, he's he's the guy that can't press in Liverpool's midfield. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, Fabio, Raphael. Well, of course, we had the twins, but yeah, Fab- yeah. I, I always find it weird actually because Raphael, I think, had a bit more talent than Fabio, and I think the only reason Fabio got his deal at United was because actually they wanted Raphael. Maybe, but I love the twins. Well, I think they're to be both fair, brilliant. When we bought Kyle Walker, we bought Kyle Norton as well. Does anyone remember Kyle Norton? No, exactly. It's hardly like I don't think I don't <laughs> think it was the same situation, though, was it? Not I, quite the uh, same. We'll I get, mean, no. He needs another Kyle here to help him settle in. No, we went and got a pair of twins, and we didn't want them to be separated, so we took both of them. Fair enough. But no, we've digressed. I think, 
I think no, I think Tottenham are starting to look better, but I think when Conte gets back on the sideline, I think all Tottenham fans need to be worried. We've got 13 games to go. Let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can keep him away. <laughs> 13 more league games. And who knows if you can turn around. If you, yeah, your second leg's at home, isn't it? Against second Milan. leg's at home, yeah. We, well, I you're, only we'll, goal, you're only a goal down. You're only a goal down. I fancy we'll beat Milan next week. It's doable. Definitely doable. Uh, right then, one else going on in the Premier League because I was a bit worried at half time when I was watching the well, when I was looking at the scores for the three o'clock games because they were all nil nil at half time. They were, but um, the London Stadium had a lot of goals in the second half. It did, it did. So West Ham, big win for West Ham, much needed with big a team win. in and around them. Danny Ings with a couple of quick fire goals. Yeah, couple Declan of minutes. Rice was probably the pick of the bunch. Yeah, with absolute screamer. Uh, and then uh, Mikhail Antonio. Yeah. Setting up so good. A very, very much needed win for, for, uh, much for West Ham. needed win for them given what happened elsewhere. Oh, they yeah, took yeah. Adva- they took advantage of everybody else other than There's... Leeds not picking up a point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even Leeds drew, didn't they? No, Leeds Oh, won. no, they beat, they beat Southampton, didn't they? Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they beat Southampton, which was huge. Because it, then it, it just starts creating a little bit of separation, doesn't it, to the bottom three? It does. Junior Firpo with the goal for Leeds. Yeah. Southampton. Right <laughs> Southampton are in trouble. Well, they've I gone think, from beating think, Chelsea last week to losing to Leeds this week. I think, I, think, I think that we're probably going to lose. I think that's more of a reflection of the state that Chelsea are in. Probably, than yeah. than a recovery from Southampton, if we're being brutally honest. They've given um, the job to the to the guy that was the stand-in for the rest of the season. Yeah, which is never a good sign. I think they're gone. I honestly think they're gone. They've got they've run out of ideas, haven't they? They, they can't get a new manager. They can't bring anybody. You know, they're, they're struggling, so they're just gone. Do you know what? I think I think that part of the board at Southampton may already be just going right. Let's just plan. For a bounce back next year. I mean, the way that they spent in the summer suggested that they were willing to have a, a different take on it anyway. And it yeah. kind of hasn't worked, but yeah. Yeah, it, it makes sense that you're saying but, that. But they're but, not cut. The thing is, they're not cut adrift. They're not, they're, no. They're only, what, four? Obviously, three teams need to go down. <laughs> yeah. They're four points off off safety, which is a, is, is a gap. But they're bottom, and all the yeah. way up to Forest, maybe even Palace, gotta be looking over their shoulders. Yeah, they're gonna say they start to get nervy. Some of those because Palace can't buy a win. Uh, Wolves are struggling. Wolves had a little bit of a bounce and have now gone back to type. Yeah. Yeah, with the loss. Well, it was a draw, wasn't it, with Fulham on the Friday night? Yeah. Yeah, a reasonable draw with a side that are playing very well. To be fair, yeah. to Wolves. Yeah. I just feel Leicester lost to Arsenal. Yep, but I thought they gave a good show of themselves again. They did, yeah. Obviously, yeah, Arsenal, they were strong, yeah, but Arsenal, Arsenal just kept probing. Their... Yeah. Arsenal just kept probing, and the quality eventually shone through, didn't it, for Arsenal? Yeah, it did, and they bounced back well, Arsenal, from their little blip. Yeah, and they Still needed two points to clear. Still a game in hand. Absolutely, and they go. Well, they've got Bournemouth at home next week as well, so fill your boots. Yeah. <laughs> If we're being brutal, I mean it's a tough run for Bournemouth going from City to uh, to yeah. Arsenal. But they're the games that you kind of look at it and you just go, do you know what? If we get something out of it, yeah, it's, it's a, a bonus. It's a, it's a bonus point. Yeah. 
but I don't think Arsenal will, will slip up there. No. But I've I was been surprised wrong that Aston Villa beat Everton, if I'm brutally honest. I just think United, the thing is now, with someone like Unai Emery in there, they've got a, a proper football coach in there. Yeah. A proper tactician. And I think that's what's, you know, when you looked at Villa's performance against Arsenal, they, run they were good. Yeah, yeah, they were unlucky. Yeah. They were good. And I think he's he's kind of got them in a, in a place now, hasn't he, where they're playing well. And they've got enough quality in the team. I mean, Ollie Watkins is on fire at the minute. Yeah, five in five for Ollie. Yep. Yeah, the first ever Villa player to do that, I think, yep. in the Premier League era. Yes, indeed. It's looking good, I think, for Villa. Uh, they might not trouble the top half of the table too much at this point. No. I think they were too far. They were too far back, I think. Uh, in what, the first place. What are the place. chances of Chelsea finishing in the top half, do you reckon? Chelsea finishing in the top half? Oof. Yeah. I mean, you've got a point. I mean, they've joined, aren't they? They're <laughs> level with Villa, aren't they? The minute they're only they're there. Level points with Villa. Yeah. When they've both got negative goal. Chelsea got a negative goal difference after Chelsea 24 games. Chelsea have only games. scored 23 goals. Well, haven't they? Season. They only scored one goal in February. Which was um, Wal Felix goal at Wal Felix, yeah. And I've seen I've seen a great little TikTok about the goal that. of the month competition. Goal, goal of the month, um, best best pass of the se- best assist of the season. Best. It was just repeats <laughs> all the different things, but they're just replaying the same goal over and over again. It was very funny. It was very funny. I saw that. It was very funny. Um, so, yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea. I don't blimey. I mean, they're only on. <laughs> They're only on 31 points. Yeah, they're only 10 points away from relegation. <laughs> yeah, they're closer to the bottom three than they are to the top four. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's, uh... I mean, I don't Drink think they'll go... Drink it in! I don't think they'll go down. <laughs> of course that's, a si- that's a silly... A silly thought. <laughs> but I tell you what, they need to start finding a way of scoring goals. Otherwise they're going to get swallowed up by the teams below them, yeah. Yeah, they very much could find themselves. If they have it, I mean, I think if Graham Potter, I think he could be gone by the end of March. Well, they're saying the next two games are the most critical ones for him. Yeah, I think he could be gone. And, Which is a shame because I, I don't think, think it's, he should be given time. Yeah, I don't think it's any fault of his own. I think he's been just given this really, really rubbish situation. Yeah. Like, exactly. it is so... Like we talked about it last week, but just to be thrown in the way that he has been thrown in, yeah, and and gone. Okay, here you go. It's oh, Ted, Todd Bowley. I mean, the the, yeah. well, the story goes that Todd Bowley was just watching the World Cup final <laughs> and went, "Oh, I'll have him." When he was watching Enzo Fernandez, yeah, that was that's genuinely the story that's going doing the rounds. Yeah, that he's just picking players, and then it's like, well, selection wise. I mean, you know, we talked about Chelsea already, but I mean, just circling back, I know, but it's it's troubling. Yeah. And if you're a Chelsea fan, we well, even started a petition but... to try and get rid of him. Well, yeah, but I don't, I don't think who do you Potter's bring in? The pro- Potter's not the problem. Exactly. Who do you bring in? I, you know, so he's someone who's got to be compliant with Todd yeah. Bowley. None yeah. of the top managers are going to be compliant to this degree. No. But I think what you do need is someone to go in there, really take charge of that situation, and maybe this is where Graham Potter's confidence of taking a club at this level at this point in his career isn't there. No. For him just to go, right, This is my. these are the players I'm going to be working with for the rest of the yeah. season. You lot, I'm sorry, but you're going over there, and yeah. you're out of the way, and this is the group. 
you are the guys that are going to improve this team and move us forward. Problem then being that he'd have to start getting results fast. Otherwise, you start getting questioned, oh, well, why is he not in the team? Why yeah. he's not there? So there's still pressure with that. But at least mm. it would give him kind of a place to go, right, I feel more in control of my situation than I did uh, a few weeks ago. Because having 30-odd players in your squad is horrendous to deal with, yeah. I imagine. 30 internationals as well, by the way, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, you know, yeah the majority of them, definitely. Top-level players who want to play week in, week out, who in most other clubs probably would be playing week in, week out. Yeah. And that is a real... If you haven't got the experience of dealing with that, it's no. tricky, and especially at that level. I don't think any manager's had, that, had to deal with that sort of level of player to deal with no no you feel so sorry for him you know don't get me wrong it's chelsea it's funny to see them struggling after all what's been happening over the last couple of years and how much money they've spent over the last 15 20 years but you feel sorry for graham potter yeah it it doesn't feel doesn't feel like a happy place at all no um but i think overall that's sort of that's sort of it really premier league around in circles but we've Ended up at the end. Ended up at the end. So um, obviously we've got the FA Cup on that this week. But for now, shall we have a little look and see what's going on around the world? Indeed. I will take us around the world. Where we start with the Bundesliga title race, where Bayern and Union Berlin collided at last. But it was all wrapped up by half-time by Bayern as they won by three goals to nil. Dortmund had briefly taken over at top spot on Saturday after they beat Hoffenheim by a goal to nil. Dortmund and Bayern meet on April the 1st. No joke. Napoli's Serie A title is surely only going to be a formality as their lead has grown to 18 after they beat Empoli as Inter were losing to Bologna. In Spain, Barcelona missed the chance to open up a 10-point gap to Real after they lost to Almeria to compound a miserable week for them after losing to Manchester United in the Europa League. Real Madrid were held by Atletico in the derby after they were rescued by their next big thing, Alvaro, who scored his first goal for them. In France, PSG's grip on their title tightens as they beat their closest challengers, Marseille, by three goals to nil, with Messi grabbing his 700th goal in the process. Monaco lost and Lons drew as the chasing pack really had a bad weekend. To Saudi Arabia, where Ronaldo scored a hat-trick as Al-Nazir beat Damak to open up a two-point lead after Al-Ilhad were held. In the A-League, after the disappointment of losing the derby last weekend, Melbourne City bounced back by beating Sydney FC 3-2. Their lead is up to nine at the top. In the fifth round of the Women's FA Cup, Chelsea continued their defence of their crown by knocking out Arsenal. Tottenham lost on penalties to Reading. The other sides threw to the next round of Manchester United. Brighton lose. Manchester City, Birmingham and Aston Villa. And finally, the MLS is back with the 29th franchise at St. Louis City making their debut with a 3-2 win over Austin. Wayne Rooney's DC United also got off to a winning start with former Crystal Palace and Aston Villa striker Christian Benteke among the goals. I didn't even realise Benteke had gone. No, neither did I until I saw his name on the score sheet. <laughs> I thought, is he still not at Palace? <laughs> No, he's, he's, he's out in America. He's gone. Didn't he realise? I mean, that's a great signing for DC, by the way. Yeah. 
Oh dear, right. Okay. Well, that's that's good for. I mean, Napoli, by the way. They're Napoli. a prop. They are a property. They're romping the title. Well, even like in their champ in the Champions League last week, I was watching them. They're yeah. a proper team. Yeah. They're up there. With, do you know what I mean? They that are hot from very, front to back. Well. Yeah. They are very very good. It is like being back in the nineteen eighties. Yes, because it's not. Been, it's been a long time since Napoli have won the title. Yeah. yeah well, probably Maradona days, right? Um, maybe a little bit later than that. I think yeah. they won the title in the in the late nineteen nineties. Okay. I think. Not but sure. No. Yeah. Big, big. I mean, yeah, for, for the people of, of Naples and the fan base for them, it's been a long time either way. Do we want to talk about the best FIFA football awards? The best FIFA football awards. Oh, it's a great name. <laughs> Very inventive. I wonder what it celebrates. But I mean, yes, of course we do because let's start with the best woman goalkeeper on the planet, Mary yeah. Earps. Mary Earps. Manchester United's Mary Earps. Euro winner, of course, of England. Yep. Um, what a what a footballer, what she a goalkeeper. Is, indeed. Yeah. And then she was, was very good at the Euros. Yeah, well, she's been brilliant for United as well this season. Yeah. Fully indeed, deserves where you that. Are in the table. Yeah. And I follow her on TikTok as well. She's very amusing. Okay. Fair enough. She's very funny. And um and then obviously does she follow uh, you? I doubt it very much. <laughs> I doubt it. She doesn't even know who I am. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, and then also another a double for United because Casemiro was also named in the in the uh, best eleven. Yeah, uh, which of course Van Dyke got picked in that by the way. Yeah, but it's over last year, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean they were shocking. Liverpool have been shocking all season. And Van Van Dyke, I mean he was injured before. He was injured before. Well, no, he wasn't injured. Was he injured before the World Cup? No, no, no. He was all right. I think. The World Cup. It was after the World Cup, but I mean. Liverpool have been rubbish anyway, so I really don't understand. I mean, they really dated that back. It's probably the end of back end up end of last season, really. Yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, they He's wanted in to good get company though with Hakimi and Cancelo. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Pretty I mean, crack. they have they have played well, apart yeah. from Cancelo not playing for the last four months of the year. But um, there is that. No uh, Harry Kane though. In the no Harry thing. Kane, but they no. did they did shoe on four attackers in. Well, they did last year as well. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's just the way they like to do it. Maybe. They've, maybe they've just changed the app a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, they did shoehorn another striker in. Yeah, and Messi won the best ma male player, didn't he? Well, I would imagine, if we were going to put this into a formation, I would imagine you'd have probably Haaland down the centre. Yeah. You'd have Benzema out on the left, maybe. No. Mbappe on the right with Messi's no. 10. No. No? I mean, you'd just leave it like they are. You play a, you. I mean, you can't to be honest, play a front four like that. You'd, you'd, you'd have Messi and basically. Well, I suppose you could play two up top and then two out on the wings, couldn't you? Yeah. Like yeah. Like a... You can't take Benzema. You can't put Benzema on the left wing. If anything, you want to drop. You want to drop Benzema into a ten. Yeah, but like, then that's like Messi out on the wing. Well, Messi is good out on the wing. I would rather have Messi in the middle of the pitch, but then that's just me. I mean, if anything, because you're not going to... Haaland's an out-and-out out nine. Yeah. But I think that Benzema a lot of the time when he played with Ronaldo used to drop off a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, he can do that. But, I mean, that front forward do damage in any league, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, the England women's manager, she got an award as well. I mean, it's the that, third time she's won it. Well, I'm not surprised. She's never lost a tournament game in her career as a manager. 
Yeah, international she management. Up, she finished third last year. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Well, Emma Hayes won it last year. Yeah. But, I mean, that to be fair, Chelsea have... Chelsea did sweep Chelsea, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that Chelsea team played very, very well. Lots of lots of good things coming out of that. And a very, very, very good place to be. Um, right then, so we've gone around the world. We talked about best. And speaking of best, we must, of course, talk about Donis Avdijaj. How is Donis' season going? Well, for the first time in a while, he's completed 90 minutes. Let's go, Donis. Look at that. He, Contributing. He didn't, get, he didn't get taken off. Okay. They did lose, but he didn't get taken off. He didn't get taken off, and I think that's... <laughs> Please do something soon. It's a marked improvement. They lost 3-0 to Osteovien. Yeah. So, yeah, the um, the winning run lasted one. I mean, hey, you're fighting down the bottom of the league. Yeah, but Donis will drag them up. I'm, I'm sure of that. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Uh, okay, then. So, we, I mean, we've got FA Cup fixtures in the week. Uh, obviously, we probably won't be covering them, but uh, there is a full Premier League yeah, program at the weekend. a full Premier League program this weekend. Let's have a little See, look. We at... are entering March. Which we are entering March. Crazy. Yeah. So let's have a little look March. at. Let's have a little look at those fixtures, shall we? Yeah. So Manchester City, as we've mentioned, play Newcastle in the twelve thirty game on Saturday. Chelsea versus Leeds at three o'clock. With Arsenal and Bournemouth also at that time. Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Brighton, West Ham. Wolves against Tottenham as well in your three o'clock games. The half five game, strange one at half five. Southampton versus Leicester. But I suppose we've all got to be on the telly at some time. Sunday games, it's Nottingham Forest versus Everton at two o'clock. Before Liverpool and Manchester United at 4.30. And then a London derby on Monday night football. Brentford taking on Fulham. Very, very good games. I'm, I mean, I hate, I hate the Anfield game. It's one of the most nerve-wracking games ever as a United fan. And considering they have now started to turn up. Well, they have a bit, but we're still very, very strong. But we'll see yeah, how it goes. Sure. Yeah. I'm not making any silly, Will silly predictions. Will beat Chelsea? That's the yeah. biggest thing this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that is, a, that is a big question. And is indeed very possible. Uh, but yeah, so uh, thank you very much for listening this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us, you can tweet us at Let's Football Pod. You can email us at letsfootballpod at gmail.com. But in the meantime, uh, yeah, we'll be back with all the big news from the weekend in the Premier League. So have a nice week. Enjoy the football. And we'll see you all next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.